Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm pretty good. My headphones fell. <laughs> it's another beautiful Saturday night in the Thomas household. Managed to be partially productive today. Uh, Didn't get to the gym. Saturdays are... I want to get up tomorrow morning before you all get up. We'll see about that. What do you mean? I don't know. Well, I just said we'll see about that. I think you just challenged me, so okie dokie. See who gets up earlier. Me, it will be me. I'll stay up all night. <laughs> so done. Oh. You were supposed to stay up all night a few weekends ago and you didn't per the uh Gary Charlie Labor Day challenge. Well, I feel like that's Rand's course. Oh, I don't think so. Oh no. You all just weren't in a good place. <laughs> When are we ever in a good place? <laughs> you have your moments. You didn't have to take her shopping today, so. Listen, I I was sitting here, Harlan took a nap. I'm sitting here, and they'd been gone about 20 minutes, and all of a sudden the door flies open and Charlie comes in. I was like, well, nothing good came of this. <laughs> I just got so frustrated. Turns out, rookie mistake. I should have taken her to eat first. You're a woman. You that you should know that. I don't know what me being a woman has to do with it. I, that makes everything better. I hope you know. For all these years, I've I've learned to feed you first before we take a place. Really, one hundred percent. Who yes. is the feeder of the two of us? The feeder. I don't even know what a feeder. That sounds like a weird obsession term. <laughs> so we, my goal. First off, we got by easy because she's we, wearing one of your dresses. Yeah, we'll talk about what she's for now. For we now. still got three more of these things after this. So, Charlie's going to something called a cotillion on Friday night. And I'll, we'll like chat a about debutante that. ball. Oh my God. But the dress is casual and. Like, who comes up with this shit? I don't know. We didn't do this stuff. Like, I don't even know. I think it's like a Southern thing. But. Well, I mean, we're just as Southern as. Or more so a, than, I don't know. I don't know what the origin of cotillion is, but I had never heard of it until I started teaching in Montgomery County. And kids were like leaving school early. I'm like, "Where's everybody going?" And they're like, "It's cotillion." And I'm like, "What is?" So that? it's not affiliated with the school whatsoever. No, uh, uh-uh. uh it's a. I don't even know who. Like we paid money to some random woman in Lexington. Is that for the venue? 
I think so, to rent the venues mm-hmm. for the entire year. Um, according to the dictionary, it's a 18th century French dance based on a conjure dance. I don't even know what that means. Conjure, bonjour, oui, oui. The U.S. definition is a formal ball in which debutantes are presented. Oh, we're presenting our debutante. <laughs> This is some kind of ritualistic sacrifice. It probably is. Um, it's supposed to teach respectful manners to young people so they can go out in society and thrive. <laughs> well, today's bout in society was an epic fail. It wasn't too bad. Um, the theme is autumn harvest, and it's a casual dance. So we found a dress in my closet that I could no longer wear, and I was like, hey, try that on. So I got by without having to take her dress shopping. So all we needed were shoes. That's it. Therein lies the problem. Of shoes. So we were suggesting different shoes. It's fall, autumn. It's going to be like 50-something degrees at night. I was like, let's wear boots or booties. (laughs) She wants to wear like some platform drag show Jesus sandals. And I was like, no, number one, I'm not getting the phone call that you've sprained your ankle. <laughs> broken ankle. Number two, like, stick to the theme. Do you think she'll dance? I don't know. Maybe. Think she'll dance with a boy? I don't know. That's so cute. She told me that someone at school okay, told Okay, you her, can tell me in private now who her crush is. I'm not telling the crush on the podcast. Absolutely not. I'm not breaking that confidence. So... She told me that a friend at school said, don't worry. You can just go hide in the bathroom all night if you don't dance with anybody. (laughs) Solid move. Solid move. She could hide in the bathroom here. Right. For less money and... (laughs) And be out of our hair. Right. Um, So, yeah, she's doing this. We found some shoes finally after multiple conversations with multiple people. So, the other thing is, I should have known that the suggestion for wearing boots didn't need to come from me. So I consulted others. I'm like, everybody else is wearing boots, dude. Or like closed-toe shoes. It was a stupid thing to fight over. But I just didn't like her attitude, JCPenney, so I walked out. And all this comes directly after a week of sex education. (laughs) It's a good, you know, Listening to my daughter talk about sex education is maybe the funniest shit ever. It was hilarious solid move looking back on the teachers like before the cotillion throw some little sex ed in there it was actually like just reproduction in general not just you know how that happens all right right but not just it was from a biological standpoint they weren't doing like postponing sexual involvement class or whatever it is we used that shit right, we used to but do. they were learning about how you fertilize and right so <laughs> she said we watched a video of no not we the teacher said they were asking questions and teachers like Google it. So our daughter went straight to the YouTubes and watched praying mantises. No cockroaches. Oh, I thought it was praying mantises. No, you don't listen. You're such a bad listener. And huh? exactly. And seahorses. Did <laughs> <laughs> she got to kangaroos? It was like nope, and closed her Chromebook. I feel like there's so many good monkey videos out there. Oh, I'm so glad she didn't find them. She is she is just in and of herself funny. 
God, she's really funny sometimes. Like today, there were moments that she was hilarious while we were going shopping. And um, her timing's bad, though. No, to you it is just because you generally don't want to talk to anybody ever. So I talk to you at least once a week. That's documented. <laughs> that's it. So. She just would get in the car every day and be like, Welp, let me tell you about science class today. And I was dying because I've come to learn or accept that Charlie loves an audience. Like, whether she knows it or not, once she gets that eye contact from people, it's like, and we're off. Where does she get that from? No clue. She gets that from Gare. But, like, she was learning little factoids and repeating them all day long um so god love her teacher i bought her teacher a little treat just because <laughs> you have got to be a brave soul i take, could do it with a straight face i i would totally blow it like i would be ridiculous and laugh at all the jokes and they would say you know instead of organism they would say this happened to a teacher friend of mine instead of organism she accidentally said orgasm in a fr- bunch of front. You just don't, you just don't redeem yourself at all. So the kids were just off the chain all week. So she, um, she's prepared for a little co-ed dance party. I felt but, like we prepared her well with the American Girl Doll book. <laughs> she didn't need sex ed class. She didn't need biology. Well, how old was she when we got her then? Who, uh... Right before Harlan. So, like, 2016. So, she was eight. <laughs> I think so. Oh, there Learning were, about her changing body. There's two books. Right. So, who decided... And, and look, this is, like, a big book. You know, most girls have some, like, experience or knowledge in her generation. Of? Of this American Girl doll, Me, My Body book. Really? Yeah. I don't... Yes, it's popular. So when you um, said this is a big book, I was like, I don't think it's that big. Oh, <laughs> so like I have students who are like, oh my god, the My Body book, um, like traumatized by it. But who decided American Girl doll was going to be the like authoritative voice on girls and their bodies? Like it's so. <laughs> Such a weird. What are some alternatives to American Girl doll? I Barbie. Known. Barbie would be a bad choice. Um, Cabbage Patch Kids. Marge Simpson. I don't. That's not even in their generation. They're not even I'm, close. iCarly. Sam. I car. I would read an iCarly and Sam. My body book. It would be funny. <laughs> I'd love. Listen. I don't, that's a. I don't know. Wonder pets. I don't know. <laughs> the little duck. The speech impediment. Love that duck. Harlan wasn't into wonder pets. Phone is winging. Um, I don't. It's just weird. It was American Girl doll. Like that's like we had to go with like some company had to bring the book in. Like that was going to be the. Well, if you think about into it, it, and for full transparency, I am. Uh, almost 41. Really? Yeah. Two weeks. <laughs> and I still have the maturity of a 13-year-old. Solid. But at that time in your life, if you think about it, 
you, I mean, you've got some major biological, psychological changes going on. Mm-hmm. And with that, you're not listening to anybody. Yet. Like somebody trying That's to tell true. you, but like explain what's going on. You're like, nah. Yeah. I, it's like, really funny that we even try to teach it. Cause I think like the entire time we're just laughing and giggling at, you know, an adult saying like the word sex in front of you or something or yeah. boobies and like you just lose your mind. Well, so for me, my transition from seventh to eighth grade, like I peaked. <laughs> I didn't get any taller. Oh. <laughs> I'm emotionally peaked as well. You know what I mean though? Like my, most of my, puberty was was uh, just about over you had such a deep voice in seventh grade and not in seventh grade sixth grade eighth grade i feel like it was seventh no listen you want to pull back you want to go back to the in the no videos oh my gosh we'll have connie bring them up all right the going from my seventh grade to my eighth grade year and I like stretched out, so I was awkwardly thin. And I was never awkwardly thin in my oh, life. Oh yeah, like that is so not a thing for me. Don't worry, everything else caught up later. <laughs> but yeah, that's I don't know, just so weird. What? Just us having a thirteen-year-old. Like I don't feel like I'm too far removed from <laughs> all that. Good old days, and like, but like. Our eighth grade dances were in the cafeteria. <laughs> we didn't have a cotillion. I think they still do at the school those types of dances, but they are not well received. Like kids don't go to them. I think she went to one middle school dance. Yeah. And she was, it was like, a Halloween dance. Yeah. She was like, come get like, and there was a big deal about like, make sure there were friends there. But I felt like today would have been more successful. I think she went because there's pizza. Remember? <laughs> like, Shut up. That's not true. I mean, I feel like that was... I don't feel like that's I mean, true. That was, that was in sixth grade. Obviously, it wasn't last year. Yeah. But, like, we're in the... True story. Before an eighth grade dance, I went with Matt Butler. Oh, my gosh. Matt, if you're listening, I hope you're doing well. Hey, Matt. And we went to... Do you remember that little Super America that, that where the parking lot of the hospital is at now? Yep. And I oh bought, my gosh. Yeah. Across the street. Yeah. Yep. And I bought some chewing tobacco <gasps> in eighth grade. And they didn't ask nothing. They just sold it to me. How the hell did you get by with that in eighth grade? I looked, I looked, I don't know. You sure as hell did not look like you're 16 then. 18. 18. I, I mean, it was a rule. Was then. it the one that eventually got a Taco Bell? Or are you? No. Are it, you across the street? No. From it's, that? It's, like right on, it would have been right on the other side of McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. I see. It was it. like a little, yeah. very little place. Oh yeah, it just had a tiny. Yep. God, that's mm-hmm. a memory. Yep. And so, and I remember, I was like, "All right, got me a big chaw in." What kind did you buy? What brand? The only brand I knew. Red Man. Red Horse. Red Horse. That's what my grandfather chewed. Okay. And do you puke? Didn't puke, but I was, but I kept it in for like two minutes, and I was like, "Oh man, this burns." This ain't. <laughs> Did Matt chew with you? Oh yeah. Was he more pro experienced? Uh, like whose decision was it? Like, let's go do this. 
I think it was a joint decision. Gotcha. It hadn't been early. Like, it's funny how your social circle changes depending on what time of the year it was, especially during school. This was, I'm going to go with this was is. football. Yeah, it was football season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I totally get that. On two occasions, I have two specific Matt Butler memories other than his streaking appearance during high school football. Mm-hmm. But we went to there. Okay. And then we went to downtown BP once, and I got a, what was the Jolt Cola? Oh. Big time. Rebel. It wasn't a Rebel, but I, you know. You were going to get so hype. But people were always like, oh, I'm drinking LA, I'm wild. You know, I'm like, crazy. <laughs> shit. And looking back, maybe I should have realized that I, I don't know. I've always had like a high tolerance for caffeine. We would always do it at speech tournaments, like get Jolt Colas and L8s and thought we were just like crazy, crazy wild. Like you know, people talk about they have to have their cup of coffee or whatever. Maybe. Mm. Like maybe I'm so pumped full of caffeine all the time, but coffee doesn't do anything. It doesn't. Like I don't need coffee in the morning. I no. like it. I just like to drink something. Also, I don't eat breakfast. So. But, but then again, a lot of people that are big coffee drinkers, they don't really drink pop or anything. Hmm, that's true. Like people in my office drink coffee in the morning, water the rest of the day. I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> You're drinking, you'll drink pop. Yeah. But I, I need to quit. I need to quit a lot of shit. Same. Like, I don't know. I got. I need to go to the doctor. Are you nervous? I'm never really nervous, but I always go back to this. It was right this, I mean, this has been 10 more. Fuck, I can't remember. I feel bad for not remembering. Been a while. My friend Eddie Ray died of a heart attack on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, I need to go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. So I go, and I remember the doctor like looking at me and kind of awe. He's like, listen. Um, everything's perfect. He's like, but if you don't change, it won't be. And that always stuck with me because I went back every year, almost religiously, almost every Monday after the Super Bowl, like for two or three years it hit because I would just schedule an appointment. Mm-hmm. And every year he said that. Mm-hmm. And then he, I mean, I outlasted him. His his partner died, and they went out of business. So. But then I was like, oh, shit, now I started having blood pressure issues. Yes. Do you remember passing out one morning? I remember getting up quick. I don't you know got up, I passed out. No, no, you totally passed out. You got up really fast, and you were also, like, yelling at the same time. <laughs> and then you went down. That doesn't sound like me 100%. at all. And then you just went down, and I was like, uh, thank God you hit the couch like when you went down because I don't know like it was like so hard it was such a hard fall but I was like something's wrong and I think that did you eventually go to the doctor after that yeah and that's when we found out you had blood pressure issues yeah um so and but somebody the other day said you know hypertension is the silent killer yeah like, you know I ain't quite as young as I used to be. I've done I've probably done a lot of good damage to myself. Mm-hmm. 
it's, I just, I don't, it's not cool. Just why you got how? Well, I'm fat and I don't eat good. Can't be like, oh, I did coke my whole life. <laughs> I had a stint where I was on meth for a while. Like they don't have any cool. They have like no cool stories. Yeah, it's like oh, fat ass. <laughs> but even this year, snacks and like we laying around. I mean. You and I both know exactly how to be healthy. Mm-hmm. We know the blueprint. We know scientifically what works. I could sit and preach about calories in, calories out, exercise, blah, blah, blah. You know, like an after school special. I'm the smartest, smartest fat ass there is when it comes to health. But prime example. I'm at the gym today, and my buddy Jim's there. Jim is 57. Mm-hmm. He's ripped. Like, he doesn't look it, but, you know, he's a, he's a smaller guy. But, of course, I see him coming out of the sauna with no shirt on, and he is ripped. I'm like, damn, son. And he was talking to me about, like, say he's 57, I'm going to be 58, and that he had, j- like, he's not been going to the gym a long time. Like, it was, you know. He had a sordid past, mm-hmm. but he was never fat or anything. And so we're having a general conversation. He, he's a talker, and I always tell you about him. Mm-hmm. But he's like, man, I was like, man, I feel like I've lost 200. I've gained and lost like 200 pounds. He's like, man, I feel like I've seen, I've watching you do that. <laughs> and Because he's brutally honest. Right. Good I was like, yeah. He's like, I feel like you're somewhere in the middle right now. I was like, I, yeah, I'm somewhere in the middle. I was like, I'm, I've had a great Loss earlier in the year, then it kind of crept up. Now it's kind of going back down, and I'm, and that made me think, like, damn, like, why can't I just be consistent? I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I also, I don't I'm so fucking impulsive when it comes to food. Yeah, same. What is it? What what is? It's the fucking taste. Is it? Oh yeah. But you you have to be doing that for. I think I think there has to be a connection to that, like some dopamine hit for you. Well, I'm sure. is, I mean, that's the same for it's me. My drug. Um, I mean, I'm one million percent emotional in my eating, and but also like when you're losing and you see like you're making strides and like. But I genuinely love healthy food. I do. I like it. I that don't hate it. That makes one of us. And. Like, I saw Sal's day. I was like, I have to have those ingredients. That looks amazing. And I will eat it and be fine. We have so much frozen vegetables. <laughs> you guys, by so much, we have like four Seven bags. bags. Babe, four bags of frozen vegetables. And you're freaking, we have probably three boxes of waffles down there. And you don't say shit about that. I mean, first of all, we don't eat waffles. How many cans of fucking whipped cream do we have in there? Not enough. And also, you bought one today. You know, my ass. Number one, it was really on sale, and it's a zero sugar, and I wanted to try it. It has no carbs, no nothing in it. Don't start with me. It's mine. Nobody else can use it. I'll take it to school with me. Listen, if if Kroger sold a bag of dog shit 50% off, you'd buy it. Mm -mm, No. I just have have a really good coupon. Um, But... You and I both restarted. For time number 452, I think. Sounds, Which today I'm accurate. like, I've been half ass on it today. I'm like, 
did really good for breakfast, was going to go work out, didn't. See, this is the witching hour. For you? We get done here. Oh, yeah. And you'll fall asleep, and I'll be like, you know what sounds good? Uh, this whole bag of fucking pretzels. The other night, I walked up here after we podcast and ate a macaroni and, macaroni and cheese linguine <laughs> in bed and fell asleep. What <laughs> is wrong with me? Miss Link Cuisine. I was like, it's just a little snack. I was just a little hungry. I was like, it's a Link Cuisine. Get off me. And you were like, you're really going to eat that? I'm like, hell yeah, I am. Yes. You're a little tipsy too. I was not. You are too. Don't know who you're talking about. Um, does not sound like me. So, uh, that's just so trashy. Like, I hate my, and I get so shameful that I do that. Because I know better, and I hate the way my body feels and looks, and that should not be the reason. If I could catch a good eating disorder. <laughs> I think I borderline flirted with one my freshman year in college. I did some very sus things mentally when it came to food and exercise. Mm. Listen, I love, but exercise. I lost a lot of weight, and you know what happened. People complimented me, and I was like, well, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. So I kept going with it. Do you remember that I used to take my own baked chips places with me if we were going to a cookout or something? (laughs) Do you remember this? No, but it sounds about right. Yeah, like if we were doing so, I would take my own healthier options. And But here's the thing. And all of this knowledge that I've acquired over the years, like you got to do that. Like that's... You have to worry about you, not yep. what everybody else is doing. Me, oh, there's birthday cake. Shit, it's my has, birthday. And I've turned into that. And I used to not like I used to not be that person. I used to go to all kinds of things and turn and and not do cake or turn away all sorts of foods. But now it's like, hmm, but it's a really good cake. Why not? Live a little. How do you okay. feel about laxatives? <laughs> <laughs> I've never had any luck. I've never used them. Like the night before my colonoscopy, you know, take a handful of stool softeners, drink two bottles of Merit Lax, and I've sat there and waited for like six hours. Like, oh, this ain't, I'm going to go in tomorrow and they're not going <laughs> to. Spoiler alert. I was cleaned out and I have pictures. Oh my gosh. I mean, I would love to share with you. Yeah. Just it, if you ever meet me, there's a good chance it's going to happen anyway. 100% give him five minutes and he will show you his butthole. So clinically, not clinically. Not any other, it's a it's a clinical <laughs> shot from a doctor. I'm so proud of you, babe. <laughs> He's so proud. Well, yeah, I don't. I mean, and in my head, I know I will get on this thing and be like, "You've got to cut sugar out." Well, the minute I do that, I'm like, "But I just want just one little sneaky little, snack, the little fall." Like I, what I yell out to you today, I'll be damned. What does Dairy Queen go and do? Reese Pieces Blizzards. It's my favorite candy. But, like, I have to get rid of that mindset of all or nothing, I think. I think that's what it is with me. Because I always have this, like, one last go. Yeah. Like, I, I feel Courtney, like I'm in the mood that I'm, like, one last Courtney, time. And Courtney calls it going out of business. And so that's, like, she's got to do her one last going out of business meal. And, but I'm more like that company... That's been going out of business for multiple months. And you're like, I thought they went out of business. And I'm like, nope. Now everything is 75% off. And 
I'm still going out of business. Hanging on by a thread. I just won. So. But I feel shame too that we had, like, our children have no fucking idea to eat right. Mm mm. Nobody taught me to eat right. And there was, there's a lot of questionable. Well, the first of all, we've given them way too many choices. <laughs> like, I never had the choice. That's true. That's true. But also, Charlie legitimately would vomit if you gave her a carrot. <laughs> like she, that was, she wouldn't. If that's all she had, if she was starving, that'd be the best tasting carrot she ever had. I guess so. We're finally getting into apples, but I bought cinnamon toast crunch well, yeah, powder. Like, first of all, the shit that comes out now. <laughs> There's cinnamon toast crunch um, seasoning. But that's not. Is that one? Is that a go to cereal for you? Me? Never a fan. Nope. Um, it is my favorite cereal season, though. It is. Blueberries. Oh, my God. No. Franken. No. For Mm-mm. Count Chocula. There you go. That's I, what I, I, meant. I don't know. I just made shit up. No. I, I don't know. Like, I know. Literally had a dream Literally. last night. And in this dream. <laughs> it was Kim, all a dream. Kim, who was a faster... She was a fat, she did faster way to fat loss. And I know all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And she is like, hey, pro tip, you really got to hit the protein really hard and focus on your protein in this dream. And I'm like, hey, wake up call there, fatty. You're dreaming about healthy um, food <laughs> advice. Get it together. I don't know that I've ever had like, I have really weird, very specific. My dreams this past week have been insane and I've been super restless. I don't think I'm it in general, we thrive in routine and consistency. Yeah. And it has been anything but that. Harlan's sick. Since he got a COVID test. Let me tell you, if I had it was it looked like a street fight. <laughs> I feel so bad for the doctor because my dumb ass, first of all, at no point did we go into the pediatrician. They came to us in the car. Right. Which, which is I hard. had him in the front seat. He wasn't in his car seat, so he was willy-nilly in Out the front seat, you know, just chilling. Free. Like, I didn't think much about it until he swapped his nose and listen. How did that go? Did you have to hold him down? Uh, I held his upper body, but he was kicking the shit out of her. Oh, no. Was she, like, door open? What do they do? The So, for the COVID test, the they went through the window. But when the doctor came, they opened the door. I feel like the best and option. And as soon as they pulled out the thing to look in his ears. He hates that thing. And she said, say, ah. Man, he was just. He wasn't having it. I think the best option there would have been to be outside the car and you put putting him in a, or you have him in your lap doing like a restraint hold. Listen. So, and then his daycare show. It's just always, it's just. Literally, I text Gary. Festival of tragedy around this fucking place. <laughs> I text Gary. He's getting a root canal in a couple of days. On Tuesday. And I'm like, hey, life is going to be back to normal on Tuesday, on Wednesday. He is feeling good. We've been fever free. He wants to play. He's not 100%, but we can make it through daycare a few days. He's on the mend. And 15 minutes later, 
daycare calls. This is a call from Montgomery County Schools. Uh, fuck all y'all. There's no daycare. <laughs> and, you know, it's just, it's hard because everybody is short-staffed. And so I showed no, like, I was like, she was like, I am so sorry. I'm like, I, you say, you know, we get it. It's fine. We'll figure it out. In the meantime, I'm freaking out because I'm like, how do we figure this out? Because I've already missed a day of school because of my teeth being crap. I'm going to miss another day for a root canal. And then I had to miss an, un, like, I've missed one day a week. That's not, not, I've, so I've missed two days of school already. That's just not me. And I have to miss one on Monday for a root canal. I just don't miss. So. Well, maybe you should because I miss a lot. <laughs> It's hard. It is. It's mentally hard because the preparation I have to do to miss a day, like I've been going in at the kids. I wrote essay instead of, I've been calling something a partial essay and I wrote essay instead of paragraph. I woke up the day that we had kept Harlan. I was in school writing on the board. I would write the instructions on the board. I typed them out. So there's no question as to what to do. My phone is blowing up with remind texts of kids going, what essay? What essay? You mean the paragraph from the day before? I'm like, yes, leave me alone. So I found like, guys, it was 4.30 in the morning when I sent that. My bad. <laughs> like, or when I wrote that on the board. Give me a break. <laughs> so I hate missing. I stayed after school Friday to get subplans ready for Monday. And that's just like, hey, you're watching, three of the classes are watching the end of the Crucible. Like they're watching a movie. But just to get that Such ready. A great movie. It is really good. <laughs> No, it is. Have you seen it? Nah, no. I, look, watch it. We've got it on Prime. We're gonna watch it. I my kids I, you know, love it every about year. That. I just, I my know. kids love it every year. Like they are so into it. They're like, "Can we just get to the end? What's going?" I have a kid who walks it every day. He was like, "Is anyone gonna get a hang today?" I'm like, "Not today, man." But he does threaten to pull somebody's guts up through their through their mouth. He's like, "All right, I can dig that." <laughs> I was like. It is good. Like, it is such, it's a really good text. Listen, I'm not all about all this reading and stuff. Also, like, I kind of breezed through the first three weeks of school, and now I'm like, oh, wait, that's. You got to do work now. It's not the work that bothers. It's like, it's a little more in depth. Mm -hmm. Because. Honeymoon is over. No, but I realize. So we were, Harlan was sick. I stayed home with him. Monday. Monday. I have assignments due on Monday night. And so while he was napping, I was trying to like cram it all in. And so like I really rushed through it all, kind of just taking notes, just whatever. And then I bombed my test. You got like a 70. That's not a bomb. I mean, but I should have got an A. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I know how to, like every, you know, I've still got all A's because you boys a scholar. I just want to note mm-hmm. that I go through my entire undergrad and 99.9% of my grad getting all A's. I don't think I've mentioned it a fraction of the amount that you have mentioned your grades and your academic status. And we're three weeks into your academic career. Scholar. <laughs> I think my favorite characteristic of you is how humble you are. I know, right? <laughs> I'm not too judgy. 
Yeah, no. I'm not too... Do you know who's judgmental as shit? Charlie Thomas. I can't take her anywhere, anywhere without her make, running that mouth about somebody. Well, that's a ha- Karen. I can't believe she's got a Karen haircut. Oh, this bracelet says blessed. Might as well sell, say hashtag boss babe. I'm like, Charlie, <laughs> quit being so judgy. Look at this jewelry. Ooh. This is Boss ugh. babe. So you were brushing Charlie's hair last night. Oh, yeah. Okay. You, well, you guys know we love good cult talk. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So. Uh, trigger warning. If you were involved in a multi-level marketing, I'm probably going to shit on you right now. So just turn. <laughs> we can still be friends. I ain't judging you. But I'm, no, you are. You're judgmental. No. Shit. Hate the play. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. I don't know what that means. Don't hate the person. Hate the institution. <laughs> but I'm love, not shit Love all the over. person. Hate the sin. Um, <laughs> no. It's sinner and sin. Whatever. <laughs> I hate the saying regardless. Love the chocolate. Hate the pie. See where my head's Oh, I love chocolate pie. Um, so, we have been Charlie Charlie's hair, you all. First of all, I... Oh, I'm sorry. You're going with that first. What do you want to talk... You have interrupted me all night long, so keep going. I, I'm not. You I've have, muted myself a thousand times so I could eat ice. <laughs> That's, I mean... You, <laughs> I'll let you talk. You have powered through our... All right, our you list. set the stage. I'm going to eat some ice. Okay. So... I finally wrangled Charlie down to, they surely didn't hear that, babe, um, brush her hair. And I've, I will say this to anybody, I've said this a lot. God played a horrible joke on me by giving me a daughter with super curly hair. It, like, requires multiple. You think if I grew my hair out, it would look like that? I don't think so. I don't know where she, like, I do have some Does curl. her real father have curly hair? Matt Stokes yes. don't have curly hair. <laughs> Anyway, um, so there are times that it gets too hard for her to handle, and I have to come in with the brushes and all the supplies, and we have to sit and do a very serious detangle, and we have to distract ourselves during it because I get a little stabby feeling and super stressed because I don't understand how it gets that way. She's in pain because it really hurts, so I give her my phone to watch TikTok, and from TikTok, I have learned that they're like, I follow randomly got on this thing because I watch so much cult crap. <laughs> I'm sure my algorithm is set up that anything that has to do with a cult, it flags me in it. And on Amazon Prime, there is a documentary called Lula Rich. And a woman on TikTok has been promoting it that basically. The whole multi-level marketing company, LuLaRoe, that was a huge... Which I confused with Lululemon, which which seems to be legit. It's a, it's a it's brand. It's a store. It's yeah. a store. Micah confused LuLaRoe today because she was could not understand the entire text thread that we sent today with the group. Uh-huh. She was like, I don't get what Robbie Rob sent. And I'm like, that's... It's from LuLaRoe. She was like, what's that? Is that that thing that's like bright colors? I'm like, yeah. She's like, you know, like agendas. I was like, no, leggings. After several questions, we determined she meant Lily Pulitzer. (laughs) Okay. She's, yeah. Well, go ahead. Anyway. So I'm asleep. Me and Harlan. Yes. It's like 830. 
and he's asleep. But hey, um, sleep's important. It's the foundation it of life. I was also up early this morning too with our son. As was I. I don't understand your. Are you kidding me right now? He wallered on me for hours. Anyway, um, so Lula Rich is a documentary and. One of the taglines. And the founders are in it too, right? Yeah. Oh, it is beautiful because they're like, we welcome this opportunity. Well, the the best part about the, the documentary, other than just how screwed up it is, the entire um, business um, is that in this documentary, they have set it up to where they are doing this. They will cut to footage with them interviewing um, the husband and wife company owners and then they will cut to different... Are there Mormons? Yes, that will come into play. They will cut to pieces of their deposition where they're like contradicting themselves from this thing. And it's just, it's <laughs> hilarious. It's it's funny in a really ironic way. Um, so LuLaRoe, and I don't know exactly the year it gets started, but I I mean, I have a LuLaRoe dress. Do you I really? Have, yeah, I have a leggings. Um Who'd you buy it off of? Uh, <laughs> a teacher friend was selling it at one point, and I bought it right after I'd ha- I'd, I had Harlan, and I knew that I needed like, you up? comfy clothes to wear. They're like, hey, five grand, you can be in this thing. No, 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 no. Hashtag boss babe. Hashtag boss babe. Hashtag. hashtag Girl boss. Um, thanks, LuLaRoe. So... It started, it's really cool. Like, its origin sounds really cool. Like, the way that this woman got started, she was making, it started out with just maxi skirts. Do you know what, do you know what a maxi skirt is? You told is? me, but yeah. What is it? I, it's like a little tube. So you explain It's it. like a long dress, but it's probably one of the most simplest things to make because there's no mm-hmm. shape to it, right? So she was making maxi dresses for her daughters. People were liking them. Because they've got them. 27 kids, right? Yes. They even gloss over the fact that two of their kids are married to each other they are not blood related and it's at no point lived in the same house but they had a they had an adopted child so their daughter married their son still like on paper i don't it i hear that's big in the porno industry now but well, go ahead i don't even know what you mean by that um that's disgusting why would you even say that so <laughs> they um you don't keep up on porno trends nope sure don't I will gladly confirm that. So they get started by her making these dre- these skirts and just kind of doing these very informal, like people are like, oh, I really want one. Well, she has no standard for like what fabric she's going to get. And so that is like a, a component of LuLaRoe is that you will get a unique print or you because the it's just whatever you get, right? And um, she talks about the first time she sold all of her skirts to somebody out of the back of her car for them to go and sell. So that hits her like, that's it. That's our business model. How they get the leggings out of that? It just became leggings, dresses. Also, shirts. it wasn't just leggings. Right, right. Oh, it's it's shirts. And they all have like weird names. And it's the exact same. So there's there's just a handful of styles you can buy. Right, mm-hmm. but they all come in different patterns, so that becomes like the big uh, trend in the LuLaRoe is like when you go in on board to sell this shit, which is five thousand to ten thousand dollars. They were actually telling people to sell their breast milk 
to try to make money to get into this company. Like, don't, they're like, don't go into debt, but there's things you can do to, to make money to get into this. And people were waiting like weeks to get the phone call, like eight weeks, nine weeks to get the phone call from them to say that we will onboard you, you're in. And so they were just waiting. And, and it turned into like, like 100 to 300 resellers to thousands. A- after one of their very first big conferences, they had Mario Lopez come in and like very strategically targeted like, and they'll say it like, um, stay-at-home moms were an underused resource. Well, that's the, that's the backbone of Avon, of uh, uh, all this trying to sell the makeup shit like that's the trying to sell the fact that like you can do it you can be a stay-at-home mom you can have a stay-at-home life raise your kids and a side hustle to you know to help your family financially but the really sick thing oh so after they had mario lopez on like that they had it over at a conference and people were like you know putting pictures out on the internet of them at this conference with him like 11,000 people were in the queue on Monday trying to sign up to be reseller. It was just nuts. Damn. But AC so, Slater fucking selling leggings? Like at the ne- so by the next time they do it, it's Katy Perry for millions of dollars showing up to sing at one of their events. So yeah. it, it's just it's just gobs of money. Well, it's the component to this is all... Like there are people spending like $70,000 getting product... But they think they're doing okay because they were making, you know, sixty thousand in bonuses for getting people under them. So in their head, like they thought, oh, look at all these bonuses I get. But like, oh, by the way, I've got I'm sitting on. But I'm not selling anything. Well, they were. They were, at first they were selling it. So it looks like it all kind of like then the market super saturated, right? Like, well, that that's the downfall of, of all that. Yeah. Like it's so culty. Mm-hmm. Like the whole. And like I said, if you if you found success in some of this, and we know some people that have, yeah, good for you. But the common denominator is you're probably not. Like if you can make if if you have but a low investment, for- you can make a you know a few hundred bucks a month or whatever. Right. Cool. But it's so like when you get a friend request from somebody that you haven't seen in forever, what's the first thing that pops in your mind? So I go to their What's page. What's this motherfucker selling? I go to their page, and their page is 90% of the time, if they're selling something, their page is 90% of the time public, or at least public enough, mm-hmm. that if I see any product in the title, I will not friend you. I will not. But just because I am super passive, it is nothing against you. We have no dollars, friends. We're not buying anything. Like, if there's something, I, there is a friend of mine sells... The, the skin products, and I really do like the skin products. It, they're just expensive, so I can only afford them at, like, Christmas and my birthday. Well, that's the thing. That but when I you like get, them. When you, like, the products can be fine. Right. But, but it's always, if like, if I can't buy it in a store, this, like, direct-to-consumer thing, like, usually is a flash in the pan. So, yeah. You know? Yeah. So we watched the documentary about Nexium, right? Yeah. And... Keith Rainier is the guy. He's doing a long time in prison. Like it was some make you feel good type cult. Not really religious, but it was like personal development type stuff. Mm-hmm. He got into that after a failed multi-level marketing. Mm-hmm. 
Well, they they did a, it was really cool because they did a little backtrack on um what Amway. Amway. They, kinda, they explained Amway. Amway's not the first one. There's one before Amway that they they talked about. Like um, there was one when I started early in my career that a lot of guys were getting into that it just went nowhere. Right. So, but anyway, with like LuLaRoe, some of the crazy stuff is they um they're getting into this and, and people are seeing success at first and they are, you know, well, so then it gets to like, they are dictating, um, like this one couple, Gary, um, she was on, she was an extreme couponer. She had multiple kids, mm-hmm. lives in Utah. She and her husband, um, had been on like a few TLC shows because she's an extreme couponer. And she had, and so she had a Facebook group for that, like teaching people her couponing. And she had a, a blog, My Litter or something like that. So I bet she made bang. So when she goes into the LuLaRoe early on, they bought a lot of product. They brought like the, the biggest onboarding thing you could buy. They post a picture of them like sitting on the boxes. That, like she sends her husband, they had done a few Facebook lives for their blog. Right. right, so they've got a following. They got a group. Yeah, kind of like he, yeah, he pops on Facebook the night that their inventory comes in, and just to be like, "Hey, everything's here." Like he's, she's like, "Just get on there and unbox a few things." People are like, "I want that now." So that night, he's no clue what he's doing. He's just like, "All right," because there's this blue shirt, and who wants it? It's a medium, and people are buying it. He sold out of inventory that night. The fir- it came in, and that's how like hot it went. By the second, and it's just it's like when you got a hot hand in the dice game, yeah. baby. You got to walk so away. So the next the next month, they sold like a hundred thousand dollars, hundred twenty thousand dollars in an inventory. The next month, on on just Lularoe stuff. So they're doing a really good job. Well, they are a team. It's really his wife's business. It's her business, and after several, after a year or so of doing this, several months of doing this she's seriously getting the message that the company is really only so like they, they only reference him, his wife. And so they, uh, the misogyny of this company and they start, they start sending out messages of like, you do this so you can retire your husband early <laughs> and giving like, real weird giving tips on like how to, um, how you like if you're having trouble in your marriage or you know don't sell more right right and but at the same time they were promoting this book that was like how to feed and please your husband or some shit hold on i have the title of the book it's i mean just ridiculous this woman who was one of the early lularoe people she was like third in the book is the proper care and feeding of husbands by dr laura schlesinger The third girl in on LuLaRoe. It doesn't, it, all it says is more than one million copies in print. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> so the third girl in was like, yeah, that shit's not for me. <laughs> it was great. Like she was like, they kept saying this stuff about, because it was her company. You know, it was her business and stuff. So it gets, a, I, I, I kind of, at this point, Charlie is invested. Like well, she is, she is super in. She's, you know, Gary Thomasing this at this point. I'm starting to fall asleep because I'm a little tuckered out from the hairbrushing. And um, she wakes up this morning and was telling me more. Like I missed an entire like episode and a half of it. So 
it's a good watch. But she was like, yeah. And then they started promoting this weight loss and going down to Mexico and getting this uh, stomach surgery. And I was like, yes, I saw something about that on Facebook. That's about like going and getting like gastric bypass in Mexico. That well, the owner of the company was going and telling people to do that. Like it was insane. The bet. One of my favorite moments in it is she says, "They're like, tell us about your um your bonus." And her husband starts to talk. She's like, "No, no, no. You're gonna be, you're gonna be all numbers. Let me tell you the story and the the feeling behind the bonuses." And like she was like, "I just wanted help. I just couldn't do it all by myself." So. I wanted people to reach out to others and we could share this story together. Basically, she's telling how she gave bonuses. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, and how she came up with this. So then they cut to the deposition. They're like, so were you involved in the creation of the bonus system? Not at all. (laughs) It's like, you just said you were. If you go to bustle.com, there's a huge article about, it's comparing, and it just came out today. Um, It's comparing... LuLaRoe to a bunch of other cults and and why yes. how psychologically it, it is a cult. so I think this is where I'm going with that story the woman they loved for you to take so you do th- the social media presence because LuLaRoe hits at a really smart time when Facebook live is getting hit and that yeah. is how they, people are pushing product better than these little pop-ups right yeah. so anytime you post something a regular picture like Got up and made breakfast with my family. Thank you, LuLaRoe. Thank you, LuLaRoe. Or yeah. I get to do this because of LuLaRoe. Um, so the one woman who and her husband who had sold all that LuLaRoe and were doing amazing, they just took a family photo outside their house, like for a holiday, nothing big, and people were complimenting their house. And she was like, thank you, thank you. And then the woman, the main owner of the company, is like calling her in pissed because at no point did she thank LuLaRoe for her home. She's like... <laughs> Well, that wasn't necessarily you. <laughs> so from Mark Stidham, he's the guy. Mm-hmm. He said, we're not in the clothing business. We're in the people business. Yeah. He says that early in the documentary. Yes, he, he says, does. if you're happy and confident, you can sell anything. And what he left out was cult memberships included. <laughs> yep. So he. When I start my cult, I'm really not looking to deprive anybody other than just money. Gotcha. I want them to feel good. Are you just going to come out open? Like, if you're open with that in the beginning, is it even really a cult? It's like the panhandlers that are just honest about what they're going to do with the money. Gotcha. So. um, Yeah, he went into this whole story of how his dad, like, his dad loses his job. And he came from an entrepreneurial family, he says. And his dad loses his job. And somebody, and they were falling on hard times. And somebody suggested, like, you can go work in the mines. And he was like, the only thing worse than being broke is knowing I'm only going to make $420 a week for the rest of my life. And I'm like, I don't, mm-hmm. that doesn't check out, but okay. So like the whole, the whole mindset is like being an entrepreneur, you can always set your own ceiling. The sky is the limit there, but yeah, listen, like I said, the whole existence of these companies just, I'm super gullible. But I'm not that I'm not that stupid. <laughs> okay. Like if they said, Here, buy this and try it, I'm I'm more likely to do that and be like, Hey, invest in this and sell it. I'm like, Nope, I'm out. I really did like the Thrive when I took it. Listen, I, I didn't sure. dislike it. I really liked the pills that I took because they really did make me sleep and they kept me yeah. like my stomach chill and stuff. But here's some facts. 
I just can't. Almost ninety nine percent of multi level markers will will never make a dime. Uh, and the reason behind that is because it's all about recruiting. Mm-hmm. And that was so the people who get in early at the top of the pyramid will profit at the expense of the people underneath mm-hmm. them. And you will have uh, super sellers that will make a profit and will be like the glorified mouthpiece of these places. Yeah. Um, but it's almost the same as a pyramid scheme. So what I don't understand and where I kind of lost because they are getting sued because some of their product just got bad, like the print. What I saw I stuff found, like holes in it. And yeah, like it was what just, I found super interesting was the graphic design artist who thought, man, this is like I'm getting to do my, I'm getting paid to, you know, design art and it, you know, be out there. And this one girl was like, she was, they were asking them to come up with a hundred designs a day. A hundred, like that is just. Now, is this company still in existence? Like, can I go buy it right now? I can do I, know. Can I, I do know someone still active. Like, I do have a friend, the person that I bought from. I do know someone still active. The look is probably because they got so much inventory. Not sure, but I mean, she's in it enough that she still has some. Like the look has changed a little. Like, there's different. It's not just leggings anymore, right? There's like jeans and sweatshirts and stuff like that. So. It um so it's changed a little. Listen, in that any moment. good business person knows if you're putting out a good product like that, it's the first thing you do. I don't know. Sell that shit to Walmart. Oh. <laughs> if it's good enough for Shaquille O'Neal, it's good enough for anybody. He's mega True. rich. True. So he um, which I do have some good Walmart clothes. Not gonna lie. That's what I'm saying. Um, like if it's that good, somebody will buy it from you, and and you can wash your hands of it. It's when you gotcha. I see what you're when, saying. You know what I'm saying? Like. Right. Oh, you've got a really good product. Let me buy that for $500 million. And there was a time that Bet I thought out. like. Like well, Thrive. Hey, you know, you've got a really good product. Let me buy your company. We're going to sell it as a GNC brand. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I really liked the leggings. I was, I, they were, they, well, had, they, they came in, they came in talls. I was, that sold me. <laughs> like, that's all you had to say. Oh, these are tall. Okay. Listen, I'd love to, I would and love it also for somebody hit to during, explain, explain it to us differently. It also hit during like. When athleisure is becoming kind of more popular, like women want to wear more like comfy clothes that also look like, you know, you're not wearing, going out to mow the lawn. Um, So it was like, look comfy, but nice at the same time. It it became like, I mean, that was like teacher uniform for a few years. Yeah. Just the dress leggings Mm -hmm. look. Um, I, that's what I wear to work. I still don't wear, I don't wear leggings that much anymore, but I don't hate like underneath a dress. I don't hate it. Cause if you want a detailed explanation of how this works. Yeah. There's a beautiful opening scene of the office <laughs> where Michael's trying to sell calling cards. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not a pyramid scheme. And Jim. It's great. It's great. So what I don't understand I <laughs> is. Pyramid scheme versus pyramid scheme is illegal. Multi-level marketing is not. I think pyramid scheme is just money changing hands. Okay. Like a Ponzi scheme. So like Bernie Madoff, one of the best examples of a Ponzi scheme. He, you know, hey, you invest this much money with me. I'm going to get you so much return. You got to have keep people invested because what you do is I take your money mm-hmm. and I give it to somebody else and say, hey, look, what, look what I got back on gotcha. your money. When I've never invested anything, I'm just right. shuffling money and I'm taking well, a cut. So one thing that really comes to light is forever as a part of this whole like trust us 
we got your back. We're a family. You throw $5,000 down to get onboarded. You can, you can return it, guarantee return, full refund, send us back the product. We'll give you a full refund, right? Well, when the product starts going south, it like it's stale and like there were like holes and bad quality and bad prints. And like there was one print that looks like this would be hamburgers, but it looked like like badges all over it or something. I saw some that um, had like funny crotch prints. Yeah. Like the, like something <laughs> yeah, like, like it was not it, what should like they just put it together. Right. So um, they so people start trying to do that and they are like, oh, no. It abruptly ends like, no, oh, we don't do that anymore. And so that's where they start getting going into lawyers and stuff. I mean, one woman was just, it. it's sad. What did they do with all that? That's what I'm always fascinated with. They made a huge like home office and um, it, it's like they've, you know, I mean, she's sitting there looking real pretty in all of her clothes. Yeah. They jumped one girl who walked in. She loved fashion used to work in like Macy's or something like that, came in, she was wearing Chanel when she came in and it just happened to be the day that the, she wasn't wearing Lula and she wasn't wearing, and they like marched her down to the warehouse and made her change her clothes. She was like, the woman's like, that's not Lula Row. It's like, okay. Um, yeah. Cause they even got onto one of the artists. Doesn't they're like, we, we love you and we support you. And we're all about you, but you've, we've noticed you've not been wearing Lula, the, the, the brand for a few days. And she was like, okay. But, it's like you so know, they got into copyright stuff. Like they were stealing people's prints because they just couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> they could not keep up. And like one girl, and, and that's where I found it on TikTok. Was one girl was like, "So this is my art, <laughs> right? Here are the leggings." So it, all they did was like change a color or something like that. You know, I watched. I took a whole Saturday and watched Cocaine Cowboys. <laughs> and what I've what I've really learned about people whether it be the drug trade or the scam business or whatever, is if they just quit while they're ahead, n- nothing would ever happen to them. Okay. Just quit while you're ahead. There, there is There's enough. Zero, that, there is 0% of people that are in that that know when they're ahead, though. Be like, oh, I've got $700 million. You know, I'm making a million dollars a day selling cocaine. Let me do this for about seven days. I'm gonna be done for a year. Nobody does that, right? Nobody That's does what I'm that. saying. And then you could you do that? I would like to think so. No way. Let's not float around. Never mind. Oh God! I don't incriminate myself. Just in case I do get into the cocaine business. Stop. I'm not getting in the cocaine business. What is wrong with you? But if I listen, if I grew up in Miami in the '80s, would you been in? Probably a low level. You have no, like, this... I, we're, this is, if I was in Miami in the 80s... You can't even tell a lie good. That's true. So... I'd be like Ethan Hawke in Training Day. When he rolls up on Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg's in the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. He's with Denzel Washington. He's like, hey, can I buy some cocaine? <laughs> he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> cocaine. Cocaine. Hey, let me buy some rock. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. But all this stuff's, like, romanticized, and then... Like with what you watched, and like anything in the drug business or in the organized crime, it really messes up people's lives. Uh, yeah. Like it leaves a trip. Like there's only a few people getting out with their dignity, right? 
Right. I don't know. So if I, so that's the, that's the, um, the whole moral lesson. What's that? Quit while you're ahead. Quit while you're, okay. If you're scamming, quit while you're ahead. I don't think that applies Go to Go on to a different though. scam. I think it applies for, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos, quit while you're ahead. He is quitting though. Not really. Sort he of. Is. He's stepping down. Yeah, I'm sure. Probably something else. Yeah. Mm. He's disgusting. You said just because he's rich? Um, I just feel like <laughs> I don't know if quit while you're ahead is my takeaway. I think do good and do no harm. So if you do have all that yeah, but that cash money, like do you what the fuck do you need with that much money? What what do you need? Like <laughs> you really thing. cannot take it with you. You can't, but it's can't, mine. But do, so you know, like at like the, no, I share. made this money. Great, but the world would be better, and the place that you live, and the life that you live could be better. You don't need all that. I ain't saying that I wouldn't help a few people out. I, th- this is my problem. I would like that's that's what happened. That I would I would not have to. Quit Luckily, my, my circle is so small. <laughs> I could I could probably comfortably help out everybody. There are times that like I am like I'm like gosh I wish I had more money to give like I would love to go buy this person something or I'd love to go this person needs this and I'm like I'm also fixing to spend <laughs> half my paycheck on my mouth on Monday but it's really not that much it is very close to that much but should have been a dentist yeah but your dentist was like was it was it even worth it what do you mean. Oh yeah, yeah. Just yeah. I the whole student loan thing is crazy too. I think we should just like we've not been paying our student loans for how long? How long is it? A year and a half. Yeah. The economy's doing fine. We're fine. Let's just all cancel it. Well, cut. What's going to happen? We've been fine for a year and a half. Just yeah, but that interest is still piling up. For who? Who's it going toward? LuLaRoe? Like, who's getting it? doesn't matter. I don't understand interest at all. Don't get it whatsoever. None of that stuff makes sense to me. I need a math class on that. But bottom line, in my head, we've been doing fine without paying our student loans as an economy. Some other stuff's pretty screwed up. But cancel the student loan debt. Just cancel it. Just say. What about the people that paid it? Sorry, I'm canceling it now. Well, I don't think that's quite fair. It, I can't complain because I didn't get it on the buy one, get one free BOGO deal from Kroger four months ago. A little different. No. A little different between you buying your uh, 50% off Chia Just be seeds. Happy that be happy that it's it's gone. I Just guess. be happy that it's gone for other people. Again, it's not always about you. I, got, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I just I just want LuLaRoe money. I don't even want LuLaRoe money. Like, I don't even need LuLaRoe money. I, yeah, I didn't say I need it. I said I want it. Don't even want it. I want it. No. Listen, you there know all the frivolous nothing, shit. I, there is nothing good that could Joe come Joe Rogan's from podcast today ain't got shit on what I'd have. For what I'd reason? be live 17 hours a day. I'd be like Alex Jones. <laughs> That's what we need is you <laughs> to be live 18 hours a day. That's what the world needs. Who 
Nobody cares to listen to you for 18 hours a day. Listen, you put that much content out there, it's going to catch. Oh, my God. No. I'd, be, so. I'd have Sports Center. Mm-hmm. I'd probably put them out of business. I don't know. It's just. Again, it's your humble. It's my humbleness, yeah. That that just, how humble you are that just attracts me to you so much. There'd be some weirdos that would follow me. Yeah. That's what I'm counting on. Life. Yeah, the weirdos that follow you. Yeah. I'll pray for you. <laughs> well, we've come to the end of another wonderful episode. Weekends go by too fast. I feel like it's like once I want three-day week, weeks. One, I want three-day weekends. I want, I want three-day weeks. Well, so that too. That sounds that. even better. Three-day work weeks. Let's be more specific. Four-day work weeks. Three days, I need like, here's here's what I need, all right? Okay. I need a day off. In the middle of the week? Um, I could use a day off work to do work stuff. Okay? Like house cleaning, also school work, like just to like catch up with my life, right? Then I need a day to have fun. Yeah. What's that look like? Like, you know, like skinny dipping. Yeah. That why is that fun? That's not I just, fun. It just popped in my head. No. Okay. <laughs> what a weird thing. Like a day let's, let's run naked down Antwerp tonight. <laughs> we ain't running shit. Hour <laughs> <laughs> walk. Let's go. Well let's wait, what what did what did they say in Harlan's uh Gorgeously gallop. We're gonna gorgeously gallop down Antwerp tonight. And then Be three I, full moons out, baby. Then I need a full, like, just rest, chill. Like, I got to have a prep day to get ready. It's awful. I hate the cycle I'm on right now, but I'm learning. I want to appreciate it for what it is. It's a season. If you guys have had to live with her in the last two weeks, let me tell you. Tell me about it. You're Explain a peach. it. No, tell me about it. What's wrong with how I've been? Been a little gripey. What have I been griping about? Just all Name the it. stuff that. You have no control over. Such as? What other people do or don't do. I don't know what you're saying. I really don't. What am I, like? Like, who didn't put the trash bag in after they took the trash out? Instead of being grateful that somebody took the trash out. We have a rule. You put the, whoever takes it out puts the trash in. Right. You're still delegating chores like there. you don't even have a list up there with your daggone name on it. That's the beauty of being... That's not how this works. Good leaders delegate. I don't think that's how any of this works. Why? Okay. One thing that gets you really mad is when I got fussy the other day because I go and pick up the daggone antibiotic out of the fridge and no one put the lid back on it, i.e. you. I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm cleaning up antibiotic everywhere. Off the floor. Sounds like a you problem. You spilled it. Should have checked. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I don't know. I mean, mm, all I'm saying. Tell me. I don't think I've been that gripey. Okay. I am frustrated. Okay. I just don't think I've been gripey, though. I'll accept that. I'll accept frustration over gripey. I don't. You have me sad that you think I'm mean the past two weeks. I didn't say mean at all. Goose. We've had some funny moments. Oh, thanks. Funny moments. Got it. 
Makes me sound like a really loving person. That's, that's not what I meant. She's a ball of fun. We've had funny moments. We, our whole life is funny. Funny, ha ha. Or <laughs> what do you mean by that? Oh, isn't that a Norm McDonald thing? Like funny as in. Oh man, Norm died. I know, but I think there was a. And nobody knew he had cancer, or he kept that it a secret is for so long. Dag on resolve, man. But apparently, he did a whole bit about living with cancer and how, like, you don't like lose or win the battle of cancer. It's a draw. Like you die, but the cancer dies too. So it's like even. Good point. So I don't know, but yeah, I, his stand-up was very different. Yes. But, like, here it is. What? Here's the quote. Death is... Oh, it was death, <laughs> not life. Death is a funny thing. Not funny ha-ha like a Woody Allen movie, but funny strange like a Woody Allen marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Norm MacDonald. Oh, Normie. Who's to say? I like I, it. But... You know, I feel like when he was on Saturday Night Live, that's when it was good. I liked it then, yeah. And then he got fired. I mean, he it's hard. Like, he's kind of the the Weekend Update guy. Yeah. Right? Like, the current Weekend Update guy's married to Scarlett Johansson. Really? Yeah. I, don't, I mean, you can't be funny be, <laughs> be married to her. I don't know what that means. Why do you not assume that she's a funny person? I don't think she's... I don't... You, this is where our daughter gets it. You all are the judgiest buttholes ever. The two of you just judge are everybody. Though? Are we? Yeah, you are. What's what? What's got your attention over on that? I'm trying to cellular find device. a song to take us away on. <laughs> take us away. Is that a song? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Take, uh, yeah, now. Nah. I don't know what it is. <laughs> If you're in multi-level marketing, the song's for you. Oh my gosh. What? Just you. It could be a lot worse. Doesn't have to be what it is, though. Can we forget about the things I said when I was drunk? All right. <laughs> it's a banger. It is a banger. From the 90s. I love you. I love you. Until next week. Bye. Adios. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.